listening to Lockdown Chats with City of London Symphonia, featuring Alexandra Wood in conversation with Roderick Williams. Hello and welcome. I'm Alexandra. I'm the leader and creative director of City of London Symphonia and I'm joined today by the wonderful singer Roderick Williams, who's been a long-standing friend of the orchestra, actually a collaborator on many projects, curator of programmes, composer, many, many facets. Um, I wonder, Roddy, do you remember the, the first time you worked with the orchestra or how the relationship began? The relationship began through Richard Hickox um, because I was working with him down at his festival in Cornwall, the Indelian Festival. Um, and uh, I, that's the first time I r properly worked with him as a soloist. I have a feeling, although I can't, can't quite remember the dates exactly, I have a feeling I may have been in the chorus once, um, once I turned professional for one of those Christmas concerts that Richard did at the Barbican. I've definitely got a, member of, uh, a memory of singing the, the John, John Rutter Shepherd's uh, Pipe Carol, which we all refer to as the Shepherd's Pie Carol, obviously. Um, <laughs> I was in the chorus for that, so CLS would have been playing there. And then it's kind of organic from there on in. Richard was a very loyal um, conductor, and once he would he would assemble friends around him, a team of people that he liked and trusted, and that kind of includes CLS as a unit, and then singers like myself coming in. And, and once um, he knew that uh, that it was a comfortable working relationship, he would just ask us to do kind of almost anything. So I was on so many of projects with CLS over the years um, uh, while while he was conducting while he was alive. Oh, it's been wonderful. It's, it feels great to to feel that you're a friend of the orchestra actually. And you, as I say, you've worked with us in many different ways over the years, um, composing, um, curating concerts for us. Uh, so it's not just your wonderful singing which uh, we've been working with you. But I wonder actually, in in, uh, in these strange times, I'm still very much structured by what I would have been doing or what I would have been preparing for had things been more normal. And I wonder um, if there's a, a project that would have been happening now for you or? Well, actually, do you know what? I think I've been the opposite of you in that re regard in that um, part of the letting go of concerts for me was taking them out of my diary as they were cancelling. And um, I became uh, quite used to the idea that I would open my computer diary and it would be empty of everything except children's birthdays. Uh, and I was doing so many different uh, projects. I, 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 I tell people that I used to work maybe a little bit too often, not too hard. It's a very important distance, difference. But um, I was doing lots of projects and I love variety. But it means I now can't for the life of me remember what I was supposed <laughs> to be doing. Um, there were lots of things. What are we now? We're almost at the end of May, almost into June. Almost June. No, I can't remember. It's all gone. I, but I think I think for for me that's that was quite healthy because it stops me mourning. But certainly mm. back in April when the, the whole lockdown, the whole notion of this situation began to uh, become clear, um, and I remember uh, it, it was it was difficult then because there were some beautiful jobs. Uh, I was going to go to the states, uh, go to New York to do something that was going to have a London tour after it, and end up in the Mahler Festival in Amsterdam, and. Mm. You know, we were all sort of saying, "God, I wonder if, wonder if that might be affected." Do you think, you know, do you think I'll be able to go to the United States? And I look at it in hindsight, and just think, <laughs> "What was I thinking?" Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what were we thinking? Uh, uh, but do you know what I think? Uh, we're all getting used to the idea. If 
if one country, one part of a country was forced through whatever catastrophe to stop and to lock down, then you'd have a situation where you're sitting at home, looking out and listening on the radio and watching TV and singing, seeing uh, uh, your colleagues uh, and friends and the rest of the world doing what you should be doing. And you'd be gnashing your teeth thinking, my God, I should be out there. I should be playing that. I should be doing this. When someone has effectively pressed pause for the entire globe, then it's a different thing. And, and, and I can afford to breathe and relax and say, there is nothing I can do about this. So I am going to um, stop and take stock and, uh, uh, in a sort of profound uh, mental way um, and work out what it is that I do this for and what it is I sing about um, and, and do all that sort of stuff that I promised myself in airport lounges that I would do one day. Well, I am, I am doing it now. You know, I'm, it's, I'm stopping, so that's good. So, it, so you're sort of treating it as a enforced sabbatical, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but not, pres not presumably from singing. I mean, are you still singing lots and, and learning repertoire or? Uh, no, I can't really claim to be doing that. There is a piece at a Strauss opera um, that I've got a score that it was not something I was actually booked to sing anywhere it's just something I thought I might look at and learn it's been on the side now for two and a half months and counting uh, uh, the singing I've been doing has been for pleasure rather than in any structured work sort of sense uh, maybe two or three weeks ago I began to practice properly but that was after a gap of two months um, uh, I, I, it's, it's complicated because it, it's it's not my job. I don't know if you feel the same. It's, it's I don't play. I don't sing because it's my job. Of course, I do sing. No, no I don't feel it's the urge. It's because it's my job, uh, and, and I get money for it. I, I do it because um, because I love um, making music with other people. Mm. And if there's nobody to make music with, um, it suddenly, it, in a sort of profound way, it suddenly seems a bit pointless um i i think i mean they're singers and singers aren't they but but for me the putting together of say a schubert song is it, it the, the the vocal line is such a small fraction of the whole thing that just singing in my practice room just through that door there down the hall just singing a schubert song the vocal line by itself is is not satisfying um I need to have the piano part with me or, mm. or, or an aria or something that I need to have the orchestra as part of the aria. Otherwise, it's kind of, I know, I just feel a bit like I'm lacking a mojo, really. I just, it's just, just, I don't know. So that makes it very difficult for me to practice. I have, now that it's, we're into May and things are beginning to, uh, 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 people are looking to other ways to make music work. There are a few things. I'm going to, I've got a concert at the Wigmore Hall in a fortnight's time. Uh, uh, so me and a pianist on stage there, just the two of us. And uh, these are conditions which, uh, you know, social distancing can be observed. Um, and so that, there is something very definite for me to work towards. So I can I can now plug myself in to that and get on the track and, and start heading towards that. Um, but uh, April, and it was was a was a singing free zone. I can tell you. Oh, wonderful! So a holiday. Actually, do you think um, that musicians will return uh, after, hopefully, after after this has gone away and things are more normal? 
do you think musicians will will come back with a fresh perspective on what they do i mean i certainly feel it's made me i mean i always knew that i loved what i did but it's made me appreciate it more and it's exactly the same as you it's the chemistry with other people it's performing yeah. with people performing to an audience yeah. um which you know that sort of interaction that that amazing atmosphere in a room or, or a yeah. venue um that's what i really miss and i can't wait to get back to that do you yeah. think musicians generally it, this is something in a way that will help us to become better at what we do i i think so i i i, I think that will be part of it for a great number of people it seems to be part of the human condition that you have to take things away from a person for them to understand and appreciate what it was they had anyway. Um, this is quite a severe experiment in that, but I'm yeah. sure it will come back um, refreshed. I think all of us, musicians and otherwise, are asking ourselves what we would like to retain from this experience afterwards. I think we're all aware that it brings out the best and the worst in us, and that um, there are many things we, we say now, oh, I'm definitely keeping that. I'm going to take that with me, that feeling. And we all know, because we're human beings, you know, three or four weeks in, <laughs> we'll, we'll throw we'll that be up. Back to it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but nonetheless, I think for a lot of freelance musicians or even salaried musicians, when, it, when making a living, scraping a living, is very much tied up with a job mentality um you can lose some of the uh, uh the 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 reason why you took to it in the first place mm. and that's possible for anybody in any walk of life so um it's as i say it's a cruel experiment to to put us in touch with what it is we miss but um, um you 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 look at say off the top of my head off you look at venice and all those times that uh, Venetians have said, God, these tourists, blimey, wouldn't yeah. it just be great if they all just went away? Let's get rid of them. Mm. And now they've gone, and Venice has been reimagined, and we're seeing all the images of the canals being free and seeing fish and stuff, and Venetians think this is amazing. And they're also thinking, I wish yeah. people could come back. Mm. And how many musicians, I wonder, have been making music and looked at the audience and heard them coughing and spluttering and opening boiled sweets and you know all this sort of stuff you think oh for goodness sake get a grip you know, <laughs> and now, we and now they want... oh, come back yeah. I, I did i had an experience uh, last weekend i was singing for um uh, grange park uh, opera i went down to surrey where the new york houses opened up there and i sang on stage i sang a, a one of the shorter schumann song cycles uh, on the stage there with Ian Burnside playing again nicely nice and remote everybody would be very happy um, and it's a it's a beautiful size uh, uh, opera house but there was nobody in it and I was I was singing to a camera and lights mm. I wasn't singing to anybody's eyes and mm. it was wonderful to be making music with someone else really good for the soul it was wonderful but also it was strangely sterile because i mm. i rely on an audience i rely on their faces their eyes to tell me how what i'm seeing is landing for them mm. and if i'm if i'm communicating directly if i'm making them cry or making them laugh or just making them concentrate uh, that's what keeps me engaged what keeps me um focused uh, and without anybody there it was really weird mm. really weird so mm. yeah bring them back i say yeah yeah 
if, if you've you've had a little bit more time at home I imagine than because you're very busy you, you travel a lot don't you um, and maybe less time singing I wonder if you've been doing any particular hobbies to keep you busy during lockdown or discovered some new hobbies like the our whatsapp group on the orchestra is wonderful because uh, there's lots of baking going on quite a lot yeah. of drinking going on um, but yes it's wonderful to see what everyone's doing to sort of fill their time I wonder what you've been up to yeah. well it, we, we all realize there must be baking going on when flour was scarce a month yes. or so ago we're just thinking what lavatory paper and flour what are people <laughs> building you know what's going on uh, but but yes uh, uh, We've been filling our, our days, uh, my wife and I um, have been uh, exercising, given that the first thing that came out in lockdown was that you could exercise for an hour mm -hmm. and you know, all those rules, it seems like yesteryear, doesn't it, suddenly. And um, so we've been cycling a, a great deal, cycling and running locally, which we did before, but we've been cycling together and running oh. together. And where I live in the Midlands, in the countryside around here, it's with this extraordinary weather we've been having. My goodness, it would have been different if it was normal it would, yeah. spring goodness um the villages and the lanes around here particularly in april when there were no cars on the road um was was a real soul food it was just so beautiful i'm about three miles from the m40 and we would sometimes cross over the top of it in early april i remember one of the earliest bank holidays maybe in march end of march it must have been a bank holiday there somewhere i can't remember which one maybe easter something around easter as well and we crossed over the top of the motorway and stood taking photographs of the empty road you know the odd lorry doing logistics up and down and that was it it's it's, it's changed now but it uh, you look up in the skies and see no planes um mm. no vapor trails and and it was it, it seems strange to say it because it, it is all in the context at this at the same time people were in hospital battling for their lives so i'm mm. entirely aware of that but but for another section of us who are in, suddenly enforced to stay at home and the plug was completely pulled. What else could we do but look at the sky and see how blue it was? And mm -hmm. Look at the, the blossom in the trees and see how the fields are so green. And um, uh, actually plugging back in to being at home and being a father and a, and a husband was has, has been extraordinary. I, this must be, it's very likely to be the same for you, but for me being completely um, freelance, completely freelance and traveling anywhere, the notion of, uh, of being in my own bed consecutively on what was it now 75 80 nights in a row i've um, i don't i don't think i've done that since um since my teaching days so that's 25 30 years ago mm. just just that alone just uh, it's my favorite bed in all the world um good <laughs> which is good which is lucky isn't it you know <laughs> uh, but um but all that travel gone, you know, a, a meeting like we're having today uh, is in my diary and two minutes before the meeting, I can settle myself on the chair and press the button and go. Whereas mm. any other rehearsal or the concert or whatever yeah. requires uh, travel and a hotel or, you know, whatever, and the, 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 hence the expenditure of time and money to, to get me to do my job. It's, it's been quite extraordinary. And, and whatever online coaching I do now, um, happens at the touch of button. Boom, mm. we're there. Uh, yeah. the, the time saved to go out and be with my family is, is, is immense. It's quite extraordinary. Mm. You've, you've already sort of hinted at returning to performing for audiences and you know making music with your colleagues. It's something that you miss and you look forward to. But I wonder if there's anything else 
that you're particularly musical or otherwise looking forward to when life does hopefully return to our, the, they call it the new normal, don't they? But when life returns, the more like normal. Uh, what they say, they call it science fiction terms post-apocalyptic. Yeah, exactly. Mm, mm. Um, uh, well, uh, on, on a slightly um, uh, facetious note, of course, uh, cycling through all these villages is great. And we cycle past all these closed pubs. And I cannot wait to stop at these amazing country pubs and have a pint of beer in them and see that social cohesion return you know the the pubs are the the the, the beating heart of all these villages mm. so that and the churches the churches and the pubs are, are what you notice um uh and of also some amazing gardening going on even our own garden that's something i've been doing as well here just to see how people's um uh, uh, uh how people decorate their houses with with amazing roses and wisteria and and clematis and all sorts of things is really beautiful so i miss that but but I think I think the first time after this that I take to the stage and a full house applauds mm. I think I'm going to find that quite emotional really quite emotional yeah mm. can you imagine it is uh, uh, there's a there's a feeling the Wigmore Hall mm. has that door that, that the performers all come <laughs> come through you know you come down the stairs and then the door opens someone pushes up do a quick yeah. hand and they'll off you go and and the going from the quiet of backstage to the to this just great surge yes. on stage it it can be a little bit intimidating but at the same time it's kind of there's no way back it's a rush yeah there yeah. is a rush it's definitely a rush yeah. it's definitely that yeah and um this concert that's coming up uh, it's one of those it's, a, it's going to be a bbc radio concert but with no audience and mm -hmm. I can see that, that in my mind's eye, the door's going to open and I'm going to go up on that stage and you, all you'll hear is the sound of my f shoes on the wood. And that's it. It won't even be a slow hand clap from the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, it's just... Oh. Uh, so the first time I go back there, or any of these places, mm -hmm. but I, I suppose I particularly think there, I go through that door and, and a, a full house uh, greets me. I mean, that's going to be awesome isn't it mm. oh yeah yeah oh thank you so much roddy for giving your time away from your cycling your gardening <laughs> and a bit of singing yeah. today and um yeah i we look forward to very much working with you in cls oh, I really hope, yeah. hopefully yeah. soon thank you very much you too bye-bye